Are you a woman of faith that struggles with attracting toxic people, environments, situations? You love the Lord, but you struggle with loving yourself. It's because you don't really know who you are in Christ. It's because you don't love yourself. You don't know who you are. And so you're going to attract toxic people, toxic places, and toxic things. You may even struggle with a little addiction. You eat emotionally. You have too much wine. You compare yourself to unrealistic ideas. Well, God wants to heal you and help you to know just how much he loves you. And he wants to remind you who you are in Christ. Welcome to Kingdom Motivation Podcast. I'm your host, Marjorie Bell. And I'm so honored to talk to you today. You are listening to Kingdom Motivation, the podcast that encourages Christians to pause and refresh with the word of God, an occasional poem, and positive motivation for your day. So grab a good cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hello there and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I am super hype because my new book is finally here, guys. <laughs> this is Madra, by the way. <laughs> and welcome to Kingdom Motivation Podcast. I'm your host, Madra Bell, and I'm so excited that you decided to spend this time with me here today. And what I'm hyped up about is my new book called Think Like an Ant. It's on Amazon, and I want you to check it out and leave a review if it blesses you. Think Like an Ant is a 14-day devotional, you all. And it's about biblical wisdom and productivity. You know, it came about by two Bible verses that popped out to me while I was drinking coffee and doing Bible study and talking to my husband one morning. We love to talk about principles in God's word. We love scripture and we love to talk about the word of God. But this particular scripture was about ants. And it sparked me to do some research to find out about some of their habits. I couldn't believe how amazing and productive they were. So this Devo will help believers have success in many areas. Yep, you guessed it. It's filled with tidbits, insights, fun facts, and quotes. You know I love me some quotes, so I have to put quotes in my book. So, you know, I'd love for you to check it out. I'm going to leave the information in the show notes so you can know all about it. Be sure to get your copy on Amazon.com or you can visit my website at Madrabelle.com. And to kick off things today, I'm going to dedicate the show to the foundation of wisdom. And the reason why I'd like to do that is because, you know, in the natural, you can't build a house unless you lay the foundation and the framework. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to lay a little bit of foundation about the subject of biblical wisdom. So let's dive in and I'll meet you back here after the break. Time is a resource that can be measured by the sweat and tears poured into it. Only God Almighty can redeem it. Did you all know that a study from Harvard and Florida State Universities showed that ants first appeared around 130 million years ago? Ants know how to stand the test of time. They are wise about the value of it too. 
You know, I found out that ants work on a particular activity. They stick to a schedule because there are extreme planners. And we need to be extreme planners if we're going to enter into the rooms that God has purposed for us to enter into in this upcoming year. Ants seem to know how to sense winter and summer seasons, and it's crucial for planning. We have to be discernful. We have to know how to sense the different seasons because you do different things in different seasons. You don't plant in a certain season and you don't harvest in a certain season. But if you mix up the two, you'll find yourself in a drought. Ants are extremely neat. They're organized. (laughs) They devise a plan for their future use. They gather their resources and they bring the resources back home for the other family. They'll use what they find for daily meals and winter storage. I don't know about you, but I've struggled in the past with storage. (laughs) My husband is good about that and I love to bring him on and, you know, hopefully in the future he'll, you know, be able to work it into his schedule. He travels a lot during this time of year. But I'd love to have him come on and, you know, just kind of, we can talk about some of the things that we like to talk about when it comes to resources and storing because it's a strong point. And it's good to have someone that can balance you out. You know, they have weaknesses and you have strengths and vice versa. And it's one of the things that he's really good at is storing resources. God also designed us to gather and share and enjoy and save resources. Wisdom cries out for us to be prepared in and out of seasons. And it helps us and it helps our families and those around us. We have to pray and we have to observe when is the right time for the right things to do in the right seasons. You have to know the proper time to work and to share and to use whatever you have because God calls us to be a good steward of our time and resources. Do you know it could be the difference between famine and feast? When we look at Proverbs 9 and 10, it lays out the foundation for this wisdom that's required of us. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Guys, what this means is not only do we need wisdom, you can have wisdom and not know what to do with it. That's where knowledge comes into play. Because if you know how to apply the wisdom that you have, that's how you're going to get ahead in life. When you grow in love and respect for the Lord, your wisdom grows. Because when you fear the Lord, you're going to hate what he hates. You're going to love what he loves. And your love and respect will go to a whole new level. And as that happens, he'll begin to elevate you and pour more wisdom into your heart, into your mind. God says in James 1 and 5 that if anyone lacks wisdom, to ask him for it. This takes a lot of humility. And I had a a hard time learning that over the years, that it's okay to need help. And it's okay to ask for help as well. I found out that my pride prevented my progress. I'll say that again. Pride prevents progress. And by humbling ourselves, before the Almighty and asking for His help, it'll open the door to get the answers that we desperately need to thrive 
and to make it and to be successful in each and every area of our lives. We could apply that wisdom to losing weight, to saving money, to eating properly, to having good relationships, to thriving in our marriage. The list goes on. Proverbs 2 and 6. And I love the book of Proverbs, by the way. It's full of wisdom. That's the book that I discovered the scripture about the ants on. The two scriptures about the ants. Well, the first one. The other one was in another part of the word. Nope, I stand corrected. Both those scriptures were actually in Proverbs. Proverbs 30 and Proverbs 6. But back to Proverbs 2 and 6. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. So what this is saying is that we have to humble ourselves. <laughs> we have to get before God and we have to know that it's okay to ask for wisdom and to need help. That's the foundation of it, to cry out to God for help. Just like it says in Jeremiah 33, cry out to me and I'll show you great and mighty things that you do not know of. There are many things that we don't know. And they are keys to us getting breakthroughs in our lives in different areas. It's a part of our freedom. It's a part of our deliverance process. And that's why it's so crucial for us to admit that we need help. Because that's the foundation and the beginning of wisdom. Okay, guys, I hope you're ready for the challenge for this episode. I really hope you join me on this one. It's not hard. (laughs) Well, if you're not addicted to TV, it's not hard. But the challenge is if you would consider avoid TV and read the first three chapters of Proverbs. Let's consecrate our hearts and our minds for clarity. When we consecrate ourselves, we open ourselves up to hear the voice of God more. It's different from fasting. You know, when you're fasting, you push away from the table and you starve your flesh so that you can be stronger in your spirit. But when you consecrate yourself, you pull yourself away from social media or TV or all the things that are loud in your ear so that you can hear God's voice more clearly. And so, you know, if you will, let's just consider this challenge because... If you want God to redeem the time, we must spend it wisely. So I do hope that you'll try this challenge for today's episode. So people of God, let's get all that God has for us. Amen. Let's get that wisdom. It's going to be the thing to usher in the very blessing that God is trying to get us to. Be sure to catch the three-day wisdom challenge on my YouTube, and you can find me at Madra Bell. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel, turn on your notification, so you'll catch the videos and be blessed. I'd love to know if you take part in the challenge for today, and I'd love to know if you take part in the challenges that are going to be on YouTube. And if you like it, email me. My email address is madra at madrabell.com. If the show is uplifting you, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And visit madrabell.com to get more resources to help you to stay motivated in the kingdom of God. God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you on YouTube. Ta-ta.